Hello. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Good. Going great. Oh, it's a bit Is this a camera type deal? Uh, so I just use the audio. Uh, the camera's more just so we don't look like feel awkward talking to each other. Tonight. Right, totally. Cool. Do I sound okay on your guys' end? Yeah. yeah. Is there any is there any feedback from? I'm using speakers. Uh, I don't hear any any feedback or anything, so you guys should be okay. Sweet. 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 How's it going? Good. How are you guys? Doing pretty good. We just finished up band practice, so we're chilling. Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, I guess I should introduce myself. My name is Michael. Uh, nice. Thanks so much for being on. Yeah, thanks for having us. Uh, I'm, I'm Parker. I'm Sam. Oh, nice to meet you guys. Uh, we actually have, I think, met once before. Oh, shit, uh, really? Yeah, so do you, I was trying to look through you guys' like, tour flyers to try and find the exact date, but it was you guys played Theo's Java House in the Quad Cities Oh, oh dude. Way. wow. Yeah, yeah, so it's been a hot minute. I do remember that. That must have been like 2017. That yeah. Was, that was with the was that centerfolds. centerfolds? Yeah. yeah. The Ooh. homies in centerfolds, yeah. Wow, that's been a while. Hell yeah. Okay, well, cool. Yeah. Nice Old to friends. See you again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was so old. Yeah, it makes me feel old. Oh, well. You're telling well, me. You can... Yeah. <laughs> so are you in the Quad Cities? Is that where we're at now? Um, I'm actually in Minneapolis. Um, oh, what? Really? Yeah. yeah uh, I actually live in the Charlie Siren house now. Oh, what? Yeah. Yo, could you give us a, are you there right now? Yeah, I'm fully here. Dude, what room are you in? Uh, I'm, so this is gonna, you can't tell by like the wall and everything, but this is, wow. I'm in the basement downstairs where the shows used to happen. No way, dude. Yeah. Could you do a little flip? Is there any way we could get a little look? Yeah, let me try and lift up my, my computer here. Yeah. So, like, there's couches and shit down here now. Oh, my God, wow. Like, it's so okay, weird. I know exactly where you are. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, God, yeah. Man. Okay. Dude, that brings me back. Well, you, I used to drum right where you're sitting. Yeah, yeah it's, it, dude, it's so trippy. The, like, the different bands that I've had from Minneapolis that have, like, come over and done them in person, and they're just like, this feels so fucking trippy dude, to yeah. sit in here. That's so cool. Yeah, I haven't been there since probably 20... Whenever the last... One yeah, the last... whenever, like, one of the big last Charlie Sarnhouse shows. It must have been 2017 or 2016, even. Yeah, probably. Cause, well, they, they, well, the the final show was, like, 2017. That's right. That's, that's right. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it had to have been there. That's crazy. That was, like... Well, that basement right there is, like, one of the first house venues we ever played. We played there a lot, honestly, for, like... It's crazy. We were like 15, 14 years old when we were playing there. It's so funny. Yeah. But yeah, I love that place. That's so sick. Well, hopefully for the next podcast, uh, when you guys come back on, we'll we'll have you come over and we'll do it in person down here in the basement. Yeah, let's do That'd it. Be cool. I, yeah. love I didn't even realize that you were in the yeah, city. Yeah, me neither. Like, that's so sick. Over, but... <laughs> Shit. That's so cool. Yeah, hell yeah. Let's plan on it. So basically how these kind of go, uh, I keep it real chill. I do have like a list of questions to kind of guide us through. Um, it is open forum, um, so if there's anything I miss, feel free to chime in and, and bring it up. And then um, towards the end of the episode, we just kind of go over like some fun stories from you guys' time of music, whether it's like tours, recording, yeah. all that fun stuff. Yeah, that'd be sick. Yeah, um, and then, just so I have it in my notes, when does the record actually come out? Yeah, it's um, gonna it's gonna be out like it's gonna be coming it's coming out like first week of September. We don't have a solidified. Okay absolute date but it's going to be like the first week of september yeah um 
So honestly, man, why don't you just if you need it? I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't fully need it. This episode actually will coincide perfectly with that. Um, oh, cool. It was just more that way in case anyone's listening. But if it's coming out around then, it'll it'll tie in perfectly. Okay, perfect. Cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's coming up quick, and uh, we just we just have the final like the stuff that no one likes to plan, but it has to be planned. Oh yeah. So yeah, it's, it's like yeah, we need a. We're planning on putting out the second single in like a couple weeks and that will be when we announce like when the album's coming out and all that type fun stuff so yeah okay. it'll it, kind of all over the place right now <laughs> totally fine uh i i know i'll get into it when we uh fully start like doing the podcast portion but this record is amazing to listen to it's so fun like yeah. everything that you guys are doing is so catchy and just so lively and i i really loved this album that's cool thank you thank you that's good to hear yeah. Uh, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> uh, so what I'll do is I usually crack a beer to start. I don't know if you guys have already cracked your beers. If you oh, have, that's per- per- perfectly okay. Sorry. Um, forgetting that the camera's left. <laughs> uh, but I'll, I'll crack my beer and then uh, do a little intro and then bring you guys in. That cool. sounds great. Perfect. Right, sweet. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Beers with Bands. Uh, this week, I'm super stoked because I'm sitting down with the band Unturned from Minneapolis. How are you guys doing? Great. Good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's you know it's Thursday. It's almost the weekend. There's some shows wow. coming up, and I'm I'm stoked to hopefully not be at work on Saturday. Oh, yeah. So you know yeah, can't complain. Yeah, Thursdays are kind of like the new Fridays now, isn't that what they say? I don't yeah. do shit on Fridays. So. <laughs> All right, are we good to swear on this? Cause I oh, yeah. Think... Totally right, cool. good. We. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> uh, for people that might not know who Unturned is, uh, you guys are like a pop punk, punk rock uh, band from Minneapolis, like I mentioned. Uh, also signed to No Sleep Records. Uh, shout out to that. Um, I mean, you guys have been around for a hot minute. Uh, mm. I think, I mean, we were just talking before we fully started the episode that you know, playing shows, like, at age 15 at the Charlie Siren House, and that... Do you remember, like, kind of what years those were, like, starting yeah. out? One of the first shows that we played at Charlie Siren House that I remember was with Head North. I don't know if you knew who that band was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... And it was when... That, yeah. That was, like, 2014. When, yeah, been, must have been, sure. like, 2014. I don't even think I had my driver's license at that point. My mom we, dropped me off at that show. Yeah, our parents regularly were, like, dropping us off at... Charlie Siren House, Household, House, yeah, Como Cabana, even. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of house shows that my my our parents drove us to. We we're just too young. <laughs> I remember uh, like the first time. So I used to TM for my friend's band, Exit Emergency, and we oh, played cool. the Charlie Siren oh, House. Wow, yeah, and uh, I remember like we you know drove up for the day uh, to start our like little run, and there was like another like band that was playing that night with us, and their like parents were dropping them off, and I was like. That's pretty fucking amazing that your parents are, like, taking the time to... I mean, it, it's a big city to drive you around and be like, okay, yeah, I'll, we'll be back later. Or Actually, I think they even stayed for, like, the show and everything, too. Right, yeah. Well, we're both from, the we're both from like, suburbs of Minneapolis, so I'm from, like, Maple Grove, which from, like, the Charlie Siren House is about, like, a good 20, 20 to 25 minutes, maybe 30 minutes, even. So, yeah, we got hauled around all over the place. I was very lucky to have my mom... And didn't have she didn't really she didn't even like put up a fight at all she's like okay 
when do you want to get picked up? And I'm like, oh, wow, hell yeah. Well, and then if we played at, like, the garage or something, you know that they were, like, staying for the yeah. whole show to watch it. It was, it was really cool because obviously you know there's plenty of people who play in bands who like when everyone was younger and trying to get into it some parents maybe weren't as like supportive so we got we got super lucky on that front like it was really cool yeah my mom was like as long as you don't do drugs or drink you're fine go do what you want so that was <laughs> pretty cool well that's good uh it's it definitely paid off because, uh, I mean, you guys have put out some amazing stuff that we'll kind of get into in, here in a second. But I did realize that I forgot to introduce exactly who you guys are. Do you want to oh, say yeah. who you are and what you do in Unturned real quick? Yeah, totally. My name is Parker. I sing in the band. And I'm Sam, and I play drums. And then I know we're missing a few dudes. Uh, who are they, and, and what do they do? Yes, we got we got three other guys. We've got... Isaac, who's our guitar player. We've got Will, who's our other guitar player. And then we've got James, who's our bass player. And uh, they all aren't here. <laughs> but they're here in spirit. Yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah. We found that sometimes when we do podcasts with all five of us, it can get a little bit chaotic. We talk so. to each other a lot. <laughs> yeah, I, I, trust me, I, I know how those go. Uh, yeah, I think sure. I think the most I've had like on an episode was like, six people and at some point just like everyone dives into side conversations yeah. it's just like yeah. okay we gotta round it back in sometime right. exactly so but yeah cool. uh but like like i said you guys are putting out some uh sick music i want to kind of start in 2019 because you guys did put out you know your, oh, your yeah, you sunk. i do have it here sick. you know gotta represent uh oh, yeah. which great little ep uh super sick uh for people that haven't checked it out, definitely go check it out. But this uh, this new album that you guys are putting out called uh, Dreams of Being on Television is a whole step away from this EP in, like, an amazing way. Um, like, correct me if I'm wrong, or, or hopefully don't take this the wrong way. Like, the EP is, like, more, I would say, like, almost, like, heavier pop punk. And then this new album is really just poppiness and like the right amount it's like so it's so like bright and uplifting uh like a perfect summer album 100 percent. yeah no yeah that's uh, i think that's kind of exactly what we were going for i guess you know when we were writing the album we didn't have any specific agenda or sound in mind but we knew that you know what we were doing on we wrote sunk when we were 18 19 years old Back, we started writing that probably in 2017, 2018. And so there's been quite a bit of time in between there. And I think we've all kind of uh, grown up um, as, you know, human beings and as people, we got older. But I think also our, you know, our uh, music taste shifted a little bit. And we wanted to do something that, you know, it's just kind of, you can take it at face value. And uh, we wanted to write something that, anybody can kind of dive into at any point, I think, and find something that they like in it. Uh, whereas uh, with, you know, Sonic, we were totally just trying to do the whole kind of heavier pop punk thing. Um, and uh, we wanted to make it just a little bit more access accessible for anybody, you know? Like, I, I kind of like the idea that somebody who's never heard of like pop punk or like, you know, their only like reference points is like Blink 182 or like Green Day could like pick up this record and be like, oh wow, this is cool. Um, so yeah, I would say it's a it's a nice step up. Yeah, 
I mean, it, it's it's an amazing collection of eleven songs. Um, I kind of want to start with uh, with Wax because at the time of this recording, it's been out for almost a week. Six uh, days. Six days. Um, what's the response been on that so far? Good. Good. Yeah, yeah. So far, I think people are enjoying it. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess... hope so. I hope people are liking it. Yeah, I've heard. I think people are digging it. I think that that's like. You know, I think it's a nice little dip your toes in the water of the album. You know, it's kind of like a nice sneak peek at like what you can expect from the album. But I think that, you know, I'm really excited for, I'm really excited to just have the rest of the album out. And, you know, uh, there's a lot to kind of sift through, I would say, I guess. And um, But I think the overall response to the song has been good. And I think it's, it's nice to have just new music out regardless of anything else because we haven't put anything out since 2019. So yeah, just knowing, like letting people know that like, oh yeah, we're still a band. We've got, I've got new music coming out. We've got an album coming out. Like that's just refreshing to me because, you know, there's been so much time in between that it's just like, God, you know, I hope people think, I mean, I hope people know that we're still like a band and we do stuff. Um, We're just like really slow, (laughs) Um, but we get stuff done when it gets done, you know? Yeah, and then with COVID, you know, everything shut down. So we were, there was a bit of time where we literally just weren't getting together out of the fact that we all kind of lived in different spots and then for safety, obviously, too. So we just kind of chilling for a little bit and then we started getting together. And that's when we like really dove into like actually writing the album. So there was just kind of like this span of time where like people were like posting a lot of shit on like social media and like none of us are like super big about that so like the band account was kind of quiet and it was yeah we were like basically broken up almost for a little bit you know uh, it was never like spoken of and like but like it was never like you know there was a point where it's like are we gonna do this again and then we kind of just got together um and jammed for the hell of it um like in september of 2020 i think and then then it was like okay actually we've got like some good new songs here we should really get back into it so it's been a long process but yeah and it's i think nice to be active again I would yeah say. and we've grown like in a good in a good way i think like i feel really good about where we are now because we were like pretty stagnant for a minute like we just didn't really know what we wanted to do so it felt it feels good to be kind of just back and doing it and being excited about like this album it's our first album too you know we've only got eps out right now so yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty exciting to yeah to see what people think and how people react. And I think the album will be like a good way to, you know, let people know what we're up to. Yeah. So, yeah. no, I, I totally understand that. Cause there was a, like I mentioned it on the episodes a couple different times, but there's been a lot of bands. I mean, you guys obviously included where once COVID hit, everything kind of just shut down and everything went radio silence. And some bands still haven't, completely disbanded like they kind of went on hiatus or done all that stuff um Mm -hmm. but like commend you guys for getting together and realizing like oh no like we could still do something because for a lot of people that was a daunting time of just like okay everything's done this is music's over fuck it you know what do we do now that's kind of like what i felt personally throughout the entire uh you know lockdown especially when there was you know i i was like very uh you know, it affected like my mental health pretty hard and I isolated myself a lot. And I think, you know, it's funny because I totally had that mindset of like, you know, this is not going to come back, you know, 
we're, we're not going to be able to kind of do the thing that we want to be doing the way that we were doing it before. But at the same time, I was writing a lot of the songs that ended up being on this record, um, just kind of aimlessly, you know, like no agenda, no specific goal in mind. It wasn't for an album. It was literally just like I had nothing else to do but drink beer and play my acoustic guitar. So <laughs> um, it ended up kind of being like a, a, a nice reset for me artistically and then also for us as a band coming back together and like realizing like honestly like whatever happens like we just like playing music together and writing music together so it was kind of like a nice solidifying moment when we took like a seven month break from doing anything and then came back and we're like all right this is what we want to do right so, yeah because that must have been like a i mean overall obviously pandemic was a big change for everyone but you know, you guys were pretty active. Like you guys were going on, you know, like runs every so often, yeah. um, at least leading up to like the pandemic. So, yeah, you know, I'm sure that was just a oh, major blow just to be able to be like, okay, everything's done. Like we got to completely stop now. Right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it it, 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 it was, it was rough, but you know, thankfully like at that point when, when it did get to lockdown, we didn't have anything solidified. We didn't have anything planned. You know, it didn't really impact us as as I know it's impacted so many other artists and so many other bands that were, you know, probably had their tour schedules lined up for the end of the year. And, you know, it's just devastating um, to have, like lose all that in an instant. But we were lucky enough to like, you know, not really be hit too hard, um, logistically speaking, or, you know, no shows or like tours planned at that time. So, um, yeah, it could have been worse, but I think, uh, you know, we're in a much better spot now. Totally. Yeah. Well, that's good. Uh, and enough enough sadness, because we're kind of past 2020. This record's, at the time of this release, is either out or almost out. Um, Hopefully it's out. God. Because <laughs> <laughs> how long, I mean, you guys started working on these songs in 2020, so you guys have been basically sitting on everything since September-ish yeah. of 2020, it sounds like? We were, we were in the studio, like, a year ago. Like, this week. Right now, yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's been about a year since we recorded the album. Um, probably close closer to two years since, like, we started writing. So, which is just insane to think about. But, yeah. No. <laughs> so, we've been sitting on it for a long time, which is, like, at this point, I'm just like, let's get it out. Get it off my hands. Uh, right. Let it belong to the world. Um but, uh, yeah, it's been a long process, but a rewarding one. Yeah. Where'd you guys yeah. go to record this? We, uh, recorded in Loveland, Colorado with Corey Kaufman. He plays in a band called Gleamer. Okay. Yeah. Um, super, honestly, one of the best experiences. Corey's one of the best people I think we've met as a band and as people, you know, we, we've been touring and playing music and we've done like you know we met a lot of people through the band and i think that Corey definitely was just like one of those people like first day it's like all right you're like sixth member of this band for sure and uh writing i mean like recording the record and and working on it with him was like i, I wouldn't have done it any other way so if there are any bands listening out there that need somebody to go and record a record with Corey kaufman do it it's so worth it yeah because he i mean did a killer job on this record and uh kind of going back in like it should be out but you did mention there is a second single coming what what are you guys choosing for that single single obviously everyone will already know what the, it is by the time this comes out but i'm just curious yeah um right now we think it's going to be this song called if you know it's the second song in record um 
but with us, everything is up to debate or up for change until at least like a week and a half, two weeks before. <laughs> so that's the runner up right now. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Still a solid, solid choice for the second single. Um, Thank you. I think so too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it it was, I was thinking about this and like, for me, like the whole album as a whole was amazing because you have this amazing feeling throughout and then you have like, your kind of like somber songs uh, towards the end. And it was hard for me to kind of really pinpoint like one that I was like, okay, this one is my favorite. This one I feel like kind of encapsulates, but I feel like Wax does encapsulate a lot of this record. Um, But like overall, just, I loved this album listening to it over and over that's really uh, cool. I was stoked on it. So that's 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 what I I love hearing that more than anything. Um, specifically, I think the one thing that you know I've heard from the people that outside of us have listened to it is that you know it's like it's a pretty cohesive record, um, and it sounds like an album, like an LP, yeah. um, which is something that you know I think we're very proud of, and we wanted to write a record that you know felt like a record, and it has its own it has its own energy and it, it, and it has its own distinct feeling to it. Um, and you know, I, I, I think we did a good job on that. Hopefully if anybody's listening and it's out, they agree. <laughs> uh, I mean, you, you come out really strong, especially with like big brain, um, like going in and when you kind of do like those, uh, kind of like reverbed with your lyrics, like, uh, I can't even think of like the exact lyric off the top of my head, but you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> yeah. When you, when you do those sections, it like it's so catchy and like something I you, you don't see in songs very often or at all. So it like really hooks you in even more, and you're like, okay, fuck yeah, Let's see where this goes. I'm glad somebody. I've been waiting for somebody to <laughs> not toot my own horn at all because I don't <laughs> I don't do that. But I that's like my favorite little bit on the record. I think that's like one of my favorite like little vocal melodies that i've done so yeah that's cool to hear to add a little bit more to your ego when i did hear it the first time i did have to immediately replay just to get that feeling again so you know that's fucking sick that's so sick you're giving him a lot of power here. yeah i know i know I'll, I'll try and bring it down don't worry yeah. but like i mean you come in strong with, with big brain obviously if you know uh like we just mentioned is also a solid song and then like it's just banger I feel like banger after banger, um, you kind of get to curb, you kind of do a little heavier, more punk. I mean, that song's only like a minute long, so it's nice and fast and like good. Like there's, I, I feel like there's something for everybody in this record. Yeah. Nice. That's cool. That's, yeah, that's perfect. That's exactly what I think we were wanting to do with a record like this. Um, and, and kind of just like what we want to do as a band in general is again, like make it just like very accessible for anybody, you know? Um, I don't know. We, we talked about it on a podcast we did a little bit ago too. It's like wanted to write a record that like your, your parents could pick up and listen to and find something that they enjoy out of it or fucking even your grandparents. Um, like we played a show in Fargo just uh, back in May and uh, a buddy of ours, one of the bands that we played with, like he's like, oh, my dad was here and he, he listened to that second song you guys played, that new one. And he was like, oh that, that that band rips and i'm like all right dad compliment that's fucking sick um, yeah. so hopefully hopefully uh more parents get into it <laughs> <laughs> we're a dad rock band now is what yeah. we're trying to say uh, now obviously this this record's only 11 songs it's yeah. like uh 
a year to almost a year and a half to two years in the making. Were there any songs that didn't make the cut that we might see sometime in the future? Yeah, totally. We wrote a lot. We probably had about 15 to 16 songs total. Um, Definitely, I mean, they didn't make the record for a reason. Um, I think there was just kind of a, you know, they weren't polished enough or they were just like kind of some flailing ideas that like really we couldn't see into see to fruition. But, you know, we're, we've, we've, we've come back to things before, for sure. And I would love to. I mean, we've got a few things that I think I would still like to pursue at some point. Yeah, um, right. But, yeah, um, I think we were all, like, when we, like, when we were discussing, like, you know, the week before we went in to record or, you know, no, like a month before we went in to record, we had, like, the core 11 songs. And I think we were all pretty in agreement on, like, this is the record. Um, and also, you know, we were, we, we were, kind of not I mean, we weren't on a tight timeline when we were recording but we were only there for like 12 days i think so um i think we we really kind of pushed it up to the last minute getting it to 11 songs so um who knows if we uh if we have another opportunity I mean, when we go and record another album at some point maybe we can do more but yeah i definitely can see us revisiting some stuff that didn't make the cut okay yeah it's always interesting to in like I've never been, like, a songwriter or, like, a musician, but it's always interesting to see when people are like, okay, yeah, we, we were putting out this EP or this LP, and to see, like, how many songs they collectively started with and right. were able to, like, whittle down to make it to the record. Um, I think, I mean, you guys had, like, 16 or 17. Uh, I think I talked to someone, and they had, like, 30, and they had to, like, bring it down to, like, oh, the man. same 12. And it's like, dude, how do you, like, just... Are, how do you have that much in you to just like be able to like put pen to paper and just make that That's happen. So true. So yeah, we like, it takes us a long time to write music. So like a year and a half to two years, we could only muster up like 15, 16 songs. Uh, I, I can't, I, props to the people that can do right. upwards of 20, 30, but like that's just like, nah, I can't do that. We can't do that. We're way too slow and nitpicky, and yeah, the way we, we like, argue, <laughs> the way we like write songs. I've learned is, it's like different than the way that other bands seem to write songs, because all of us have a say in like all of the parts in a way. Like okay, yeah, like it's not basically through the time of like talking with other bands and stuff. It seems like a lot of people have like their core person who kind of like write songs. And like comes to practice and like here's the song like i've got it right here and then we just you they kind of build their parts around it but we kind of start from like scratch and really like build up each thing and it takes it takes longer it's kind of a pain in the ass but like it's what works for us um and uh yeah, yeah I mean, we're able to get some tunes done yeah it just, just takes a little bit longer and right all five of us have entirely different music tastes so we kind of bounce around on what we like want to like <laughs> like contribute or like what we want our parts to sound like too yeah so, totally but yeah it's it's a fun way to do it too it's not like it's like a bad thing it just just takes longer and right yeah. it makes it more of like a cohesiveness than yeah, just totally. like one single person coming in and being like hey this is what we're gonna do it's pretty yeah. cooperative i would say mm-hmm. um and yeah but with that you can get stuck on one little part for like an hour <laughs> and everybody's just trying to think of like where it goes next so like there are a few songs in the record that you know I, were pretty beefed up at least by the time it came to practice like i said i wrote a, a pretty good chunk of 
the songs at least um or the bare bones at least like at home just on my acoustic guitar so that was like relatively like once we got in the groove of practicing again and writing again like it it really was more smooth but yeah like you know, it can it, it's a process everybody does it differently and i'm always interested in hearing about other, how other people approach writing music or or how other bands kind of approach creating together um, but we've always done it the same way and i don't think we'll ever really change it for any reason but right yeah yeah i mean just keep doing what works for you guys because obviously like like i mentioned multiple times and i mentioned before we fully started recording this this record's amazing so you guys are killing it that's cool thank you that that's like one bad habit of mine is like i like dot like i end up like anyone that comes on the podcast i listen to their stuff and then i just immediately like fall in love with it so i just give you guys the compliments a lot so sorry hey no that. i love that that's a great way to go about it too that's <laughs> sick and it's it's cool to know that i mean you appreciate and care enough to like really dive into something um and really dive into you know the music and stuff like you know could have could have just phoned it in i guess you know <laughs> I, I, yeah i could have like not saying anyone else does but there obviously there's probably podcasters out there that just were like yeah i'll listen to like this one thing and then just like call it good exactly yeah like i could have just listened to wax and then they've been like this album's sick like totally man cool dope it's cool yeah i like um obviously i also realized recently i also say obviously a lot and (laughs) every time i say it now like i just die a little inside uh like we good. mentioned, the the name of the record is "Dreams of Being on Television," uh, which I now have to ask you guys: if you could be on any, you know, sitcom or any TV show that you currently watch or grew up watching, like what would you be on? Oh, I've got a few ideas. Um, shit, that's tough. Okay, off the top of my head. Curb Your Enthusiasm would probably be number one. Malcolm the Middle would probably be number two. Yeah. I can see. Yeah. Like, those definitely, like, top sitcoms, I would say. Or Seinfeld. I can see Seinfeld. What about you? I feel like mine aren't even good answers now. I should have gone first. I really like How I Met Your Mother. And that's okay. super controversial. Some people fucking hate that show. I've never so, seen it, so I don't know. It's, I mean, it's like... I loved it until, like, the very final episode. Uh, Yeah, there you go, yeah. (laughs) So. Classic. Um, But, yeah, that's, like, that would be one of the big ones for me. I don't know if there's really, like, any other sitcoms that, like, go to the top of my head. For some reason, the first thing I thought was Ozark. Oh, that'd be a terrible show to be on. That'd be a terrible show to be on, but how cool is that show? Yeah, just be, like, a background character that's just, like, observing and knows everything that's going on. Yeah, like it's, 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 it's like piecing it together, but it's like you're not going to get killed for it. Exactly. You're not in any danger. Because that would just, yeah, Ozark is a dangerous show. Yeah. We just, well, uh, we so that, like, the new season came out, like, this year. So me and my roommate just watched all, like, we restarted from the beginning because he'd never seen it. Just to, like, fully get through, the, like, the fourth season. So I wanted to do that. And like I, you know, whenever like it's like same with Stranger Things. I'm like, okay, I know when this is coming out. Right. I'm in like a week before to like start watching 
and then fucking the day of the show dropping, it's like, I just need to watch the new season. I can't, I don't have the patience to go back and rewatch, even though I really wanted to. Um, and then even with Ozark, it was like there was a break in between part one and part two that I should have utilized, but I didn't. But Stranger Things just did that. Stranger Things yeah. did it too. Well. Same season um, with two volumes. But yeah, that that show hit for sure. Yeah, yeah. good show. Great show. Now, which kind of leads me into, like, my second part of the television question is, I mean, I could take this one of two ways. Obviously, we we, we mentioned Stranger Things. We know what happened in part two. If you haven't seen it yet, uh, what are you doing? It's been, like, a couple months. Uh, You'll watch it. But if you could pick any song to be featured in a television show, whether it's an intro for, like, the show or just, like, any segment, what song off this record would you pick mm, that's such a cool question I like <laughs> well it's funny because I think that when I mean when I was writing a lot of the music for this and writing the songs it was I mean that's kind of like the whole concept of the, the album title um, but I was just watching so many movies and watching so many TV shows um, and I, I had like this entire playlist that I dedicated just from new songs that I heard from the movies that I was watching. And so I was always like, you know, I fucking want to write a song that could be in a movie. And I feel like a lot of the songs on this record are pretty good candidates. Um, But I would say Wax is kind of like, there are moments in Wax that I could totally see being like background music or, you know, I could see that being like included in like an early 2000s, like teen comedy. but I think outside of that, I think that, uh, I think that, geez, that's a tough one. Wax or gum. I was gonna, that was gonna be mine. Was yeah. Gum. I can imagine gum being like the, like beginning of a movie or, or show really, just mm-hmm. kind of like the first, the very beginning. Music yeah. playing, something like that, you know? Yeah, I don't know if you watched the Umbrella Academy, but like yeah. they, they utilize their soundtrack so well, and yeah. like I would love for I would fucking cut a limb off to like have one of our songs featured on a show like that. That would just like honestly, I would just like okay, we made it. I don't need to play music anymore. <laughs> We're on a TV show. It's sick. Right. Um, I I, th- yeah. I think them and uh, I don't know if you guys watch Letter Kenny, but like yes. they also are so on top of their music for right. every fucking scene it's crazy mm-hmm. it's so cool yeah and i i think that i think it's great pairing because i'm like a huge fan of music videos and i love the visual element that you know can be that can make a song or like a show like 10 times better than what it is like all the fight scenes in the umbrella academy that yeah. are coordinated with music are just like i think about them all the time <laughs> uh speaking of of music videos uh you did put out a music video for wax which i mean there's not like a big storyline to it which is fine because i've realized that i'm i've in my olden age uh i've grown to like just simple music videos and yours is i mean you guys are just playing in the basement driving around in a car it's nice simple fun you guys got like the the you know the cardboard cutout heads which is funny as fuck um overall great music video um like what what was how did I want to word this? Uh, like, was that the original idea to do that style of music video, or did it just kind of 
with the times kind of just fall into all of that? It kind of fell into all that. We were looking at doing it with somebody else, um, but it ended up kind of just timeline not working. Um, so we decided to do it, or I decided to do it myself. So it was my first time shooting a music video of any kind or like editing a music video at all. And so mm -hmm. um, it's just kind of like, I, I, I'm not, I, not good at that or like i had no experience doing any of that so i just wanted it to be as simple as possible and i just right. wanted to like just film some like we just i we got a gopro and just filmed it all entirely on a gopro and uh just wanted to be as simple as possible while also like i guess something that you could look at and not like hate um and the cardboard heads were just like an idea i had like literally right as i was about to fall asleep i think i was like half dreaming where i was like what if we had big heads? That might be interesting to look at. <laughs> so I just bought them online that night. And like, there's no reason, there's no story or anything. It's just like, it looks goofy. <laughs> and so I put it in there. Yeah, I mean, it's super goofy. It's it's like, we don't notice it at first and you're kind of like, okay, like it, part of me at one point was like, is this just really good like visual effects, like editing? And then you kind of realize, oh, like, oh no, like this is just cardboard cutouts and it's fucking it's great. Sick, um that's just really cool yeah we're gonna burn them we're gonna burn them in our next music video oh shit yeah so that'll be cool see, see our faces just in flames i've thought about they're in the basement right now i've thought about just kind of putting them in places around the house so i'm over like shit like if it's not what imagine it's like nighttime and they yeah. like turn the corner and just big old head staring at them kind i mean it was it was a missed opportunity for you guys you could have wore them during the podcast Right, dude. You know what I'm gonna do now? If if we don't end up burning them, I'm gonna just bring mine to like a Twins game and just like or like there you, a, go. you know, just like hold it up. <laughs> just be just that guy. Just my face. That's great. Yeah. Uh, uh. So also with this record, I I mean obviously I'm a, obviously you saw I do have the the vinyl record here. I'm a yeah. big merch guy. What what are the plans for everything behind this this release, like merch wise? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna have vinyl for sure. Um, we're just getting everything figured out vinyl like timelines right now. It's, it's so pretty, bad. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want to announce anything or put anything out before we can like guarantee that they'll get to people in a reasonable time. Um, right. Like I don't want to have somebody pay for something and then not get it sick. For like six months, or yeah, like right. even so, we're, we're trying to make sure that that's really like yeah, we want to lock that out. down before we announce a vinyl or put up any pre-orders for vinyl. Um, but merchandise, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna go like really heavy with merch. I think we're gonna try and do a lot of different shit and kind of like we haven't put any new merch up on our website in a while. Um, so I'm really hoping. I mean, I want to do like a whole new line of merch and kind of focus heavily on that and just you know. Yeah, to fit the album. Fit and the album, and we people can buy it. That'd be cool. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I think that's like, I, I like to look at it as kind of like another visual element of the album. I really want it to be kind of cohesive with the the record and the, and the the songs and just the vibe of the record. So I'm actually literally just before we hopped on, I'm talking to somebody about that right now. So <laughs> hopefully we'll get that announced and like put some new stuff up relatively soon. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm stoked to see what you guys come up with uh, for, like like you mentioned, like the visual uh, visual side of this whole record. Um, 
like just to see like how it all correlates and uh everyone that's listening make sure you go get your hands on some of that and we'll get to links and stuff here towards the end of the episode um but like i've said overall this record 11 songs super amazing super good is there anything with this new record that i may have missed or something that you guys want the people to know not necessarily i think if it's out and you're listening to this podcast it would be so sick if you went and listened to it tell us what you think about it um but yeah i'm just really excited to to put it out there and i think you know we've been playing sam and i have been playing music together since we were like nine ten years old um and unturned has been a band for almost 10 years now or at least been in existence for around 10 years so it's really cool like you know to just have a full album you know like kind of like a cohesive body of work that i think really represents where we're at as a band and who we are as people and you know growth over time yeah it's, it's cool i like listening back to like the first eps we put out when we were like 16 and comparing it to what we do now and i think that there's a pretty noti- noticeable and obvious uh evolution there and yeah it's cool we're really proud of it and uh i think that people will like it and i hope they do um and i think you'll kind of get to see a little bit of a different side than what you've if you've heard us before it's might be refreshing might be refreshing i like to say it's better (laughs) um but yeah we'll have to we'll have to wait and see what people think um one last question before we we uh transition here obviously a lot of bands when they drop a new record they do a little run or something do you guys have anything planned for the rest of this year yeah, totally. We're going to be on, we're going to do a tour before um, the end of the year for sure. It's um, not planned yet though, so if you want us to play somewhere, let yeah, us know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully by the album coming out, it will be planned. That's but awesome. yeah, we're, we're trying to hit it heavy, pretty heavy before the end of 2022. And then um, in 2023, hit the road again as well. Just, it's been so long. We haven't toured since 2019. And I think that that was such an integral part of us operating as a band. We love going out on the road. And that was just something that I think was really good for us, you know, not only as a band, but as people um, and friends. Uh, so I'm really excited to be able to do that again. So definitely I am going to knock on wood. Hopefully it's like we'll be hitting the road near the end of September. Um, we just sure. take a little longer to plan things, but we have plans. They're there. Uh, which I'm stoked for you guys to finally get back on the road. I, I like I was, you know, going through everything uh, beforehand, and it's been a long three years. I like like you guys said, you guys haven't toured in three years. Playing your first house show next week for the first time in three years. This is first new music in three years. Like this is this is the year of Unturned, and yeah. I hope you guys fucking kill the rest of this year. Oh yeah, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, appreciate Good reset. That. Yeah, we need a van. <laughs> is anybody selling a van? Please. We had to put ours to our line, our van, uh, our beloved vehicle got so fucked up. (laughs) Near the end of its life, it was sitting in our practice space parking lot, and it just became like a dumpster, like literally people garbage in it. Well, you couldn't couldn't lock it, so I think people were like sleeping in it and shit. We got broken into, we got broken into, and so like all the locks got fucked up, and we never had a chance to fix it. So people were just breaking into it and doing shit in there. And then it just eventually... Couldn't couldn't even start. So if you got a van, <laughs> please let us know. 
All right, so you heard it here, people. Go listen to the new album. Uh, catch them on tour this September-ish or sometime this year. And also, if you have a van, sell them a van so that way you can see yes. them on that tour to play this record. I do not want a tour in my Subaru. We've done <laughs> it before, we'll do it. we don't want to do it again. <laughs> Uh, so as we kind of transition here, this this is beers with bands. This is my this is my beer segment. Uh, it is a nice Thursday, thirsty Thursday for some people. Uh, so what what do you find, gentlemen, drinking on this nice Thursday? I'm bringing a seltzer, just like some off brand seltzer. I'm not really a seltzer guy, but uh, yeah, my buddy, one of my best friends, moved to California today, so I was out late with them last night so i i drank a little I, i'm a little beard out <laughs> what did you drink last night last night yeah fucking <laughs> I, I yeah i had i had a couple bells too hearted i had a shot of stoli um and then i had a few more ipas <laughs> it was a little bit of a it was it he was, actually had thirsty wednesday that was thirsty okay. wednesday but, uh, yeah, no, I'm usually, when it comes to beer, I'm, like, I'll drink any kind of IPA. I'm, like, an IPA guy. Um, but I'm not, like, strictly an IPA guy. I like a lot of, like, pale ales. I like, um, you know, I like lagers. So I kind of go all over the place. And okay. I feel like I'm not as adventurous when it comes to beer as I was when I turned 21. Like, that was, like, when I turned 21, I'm, like, I'm going to the liquor store and I'm buying, like, a new, brand new beer every single time. And... Now I'm just like I know what I like and I know what I want and I just like usually end up getting like a like a summit EPA six pack or like a summit IPA six pack. So I'm yeah, pretty basic now. <laughs> I have right now I have the lining Kugels, uh like it's like the peach uh, ale that they have for I think it's like seasonal for the summer. But I typically I mean that is a fruity beer but i like sours specifically i'm like a huge fan of sours so like uh up in fargo there's drecker brewing big fan of them and then there's the brewing project in eau claire wisconsin they have like the craziest sours and that's like what if i'm because i don't drink like a ton or like super often i guess so like when i do i just buy like a four pack of the sours and just get to to enjoy the what basically tastes like a smoothie which is what i fuck with the most so okay. <laughs> dude what i really want to do with this record or at some point down the line is i want to like partner up with like a brewery around here and do like a a nice like unturned beer i think that would be so sick dude, that'd be so dope uh because i feel like there was i saw the did that. wanderer did that yep. uh, I know and then i feel like someone else did too yes uh i can't remember who i think it was like a hardcore band yeah. Man, I can't remember who, but yeah, no, I want to, I want to jump into that and do that. And, uh, yeah. So if you're listening and you know anybody that does that, a lot of asks, a lot of asks, asks. Yeah, for this a lot podcast. of asks, uh, so, but if you're listening, yeah. go ahead and do it. Like that'd be super sick. Cause I know like, uh, obviously like we mentioned Wander, who's been on the podcast, but like my, my friends back home in Eugene Levy, they've done a couple of different collaborations with their local brewery and cool. like, it's, it's super cool to like have that dynamic and like kind of do something different and then because you can all they also let you to like tailor it to what you enjoy so you yeah, can kind of make yeah. it your own yeah you got me thinking i'm trying to send emails tomorrow yeah uh, what are you uh you know you're in the twin cities what do you are you a brewery guy uh so i started going to breweries like uh over the winter time um i've gone to like omni brewing and nice. then 
like four other places that I don't remember their name because I only went yeah. there once. Uh, but like that's one thing I've been trying to do this summer is like trying to go hit a few more of those spots, just right. because like normally I'm not a brewery guy. Normally I'm just like grab me a Pabst, I'll be good right. for the night type deal. Oh. But yeah. I also like going and sitting on a patio just having like a decent beer, you know? Nice. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the same way. I'm not like huge on breweries, but I would never like say no. I love. I like. I, I like. Like sitting on a nice patio and having a nice beer. What's yeah. the one that we just went to last weekend? It's um oh shit. I forget. Prize. We went to Prize. We went to Prize Brewery. It's like P R Y E S. That okay. was a really cool brewery and really good. They got really good beers. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. We should play a brewery. Yeah, we played a show at St. Paul Brewing pre-COVID. Um, Wow, that was cool. It was it's before it was I outdoor. Could drink, though. It was outdoor. I was, I was still drinking. No, never mind. No, don't he say wasn't that. drinking. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I've never done that. But yeah. Yeah. Well, so I'm a beer guy. I like beer. Beer, beer good. We <laughs> like beer. Yeah, dude. It's beer guy here as well. Podcast like, center around. Our it. our bass player works at South Lindale Liquors. So if you want good beer wrecks, hit him up. He's always okay. there. He's also kind of a beer snob, though, so just be warned. Nah, he's fine. <laughs> Every time I have a beer, he walks in. It's like, what is this? <laughs> Let me try. Good dude. Well, that that was the beer segment for this episode. Uh, right. You know, trying to stay on point with those. But, we, we I mean, we talked the record. We talked what's coming next. Now we're kind of in what I consider my favorite part of these episodes because this is where we just talk about some of your favorite tour show time recording stories. Uh, like I normally say anything horrendous to tremendous or any additive in between. Uh, so like, cause, cause the whole basis for this podcast was started because me and my friends always kept telling the same stories to each other. Yep. And I was like, I'm tired of this. I need to listen to other people's stories. Right. That's funny, actually. Sick. Yeah, I mean, we've got a few tour stories. We did it a lot for a pretty decent amount of time, so some shit happened. I don't know. Um, I think one of the things that I'll always remember is, like, our first, our first like, big tours, like, 23, 24 days or something like that, and we went to Canada. It was the first time we ever played in Canada, and, you know, I remember crossing the border, and... I was like, it's just very surreal. I'd never been to Canada. So it was like, oh shit, I'm here to play music. That's really sick. Um, played this house show and it was kind of just like, it was a ton of fun. It was sick. And we were all 19, so we were able to buy beer and like legally and shit. So that was like really cool. But yeah, it was this house show and it was in the, it was in the basement. It was like a townhome. And uh, yeah, it was just goofy. There wasn't a PA. Like the PA was being brought by one of the opening bands. And so like three, fifths of this band no, like almost all of them were there except for the guy that had the pa and so the guy <laughs> who's running the show was calling this guy and he's like hey man like where are you at he's like oh dude i'm doing something he's like well one you're playing a show and two you have the pa and he's like oh i get there when we get there and so like the show ended up starting like an hour and a half late but it was cool because like it was kind of like a house party too um and uh it wasn't like a minneapolis house show no it was, it was like, like very, people are partying and there's bands yeah playing. it was very okay the guys showed up at the pa and they started playing it was fine and then like literally halfway through the set the guy who brought the pa the bass player just like throws his bass to the floor 
and just walks out, like just disappears. Like, and the rest of the band is like, what the fuck? Just why? Why did he do that? And they were still, they, they were, were just still like playing, mid song. And they were just like <laughs> mid song. Guy just disappears. And uh, yeah, it was fun. They were good, but like that was really funny to watch. And then, yeah, they, their set ends and the guy comes back and tries to like take the PA and promoter's like, man, we need this. Like, I'm, like I paid you to like bring this or whatever. And I was like, oh, I didn't realize that. Blah, well, blah, it was, blah. it was like, he was like, he, he like started packing it up and everyone was kind of looking at him and then someone like asked somebody he's like oh you need this yeah <laughs> yes yeah, it was we funny. do it was funny wow. um and so we played it was, it was fun it was a lot of fun just like a really i remember that set very specifically because it was just like weird and just like very interesting um but after we played there was like a soundcloud rapper like a soundcloud artist who's headlining and he had like 15k followers on instagram so we were like okay like this might this might be this will be cool pop pop. and it was like, cool his music was good like it, it was definitely good but like midway through he's got his hype man up there and like the dude's just rapping and then the hype man just fucking throws up all over <laughs> the rapper like just on stay well on the floor fucking in front of everybody i think everybody was just like did that just fucking happen and the rapper's just like, what the fuck, dude? But they kept going. And he still just, like, performed with, like, vomit all over his arm. And, uh, yeah. It was a first show in a different country that we'll never forget. Yeah, it was a good <laughs> it time. It was pretty hilarious. And we, like, slept on that floor that night. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, it was funny. It was wow. And, uh, yeah, shout out. I can't remember the name of the person that booked it, but... They were cool, and then their parents rocked. They made us burgers and let us swim in the pool and <laughs> make sure we were fed. It's very cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, the first time it was that, I think it was that same tour was the first time we went to New York City, right? Yeah, yeah. And we so when we we drove into New York City, and we drove from Quebec all the way down to new york city we got there at like seven or eight in the morning so it was like rush hour so it was awful but we were driving to our friend's house uh, our friend anna who lives in brooklyn and still lives there and um so we're driving through this traffic and we finally get to this house and we're up all night driving and so three of the guys get out it was actually it was just me and parker left in the van and we got the van and the big not big trailer but a van and a trailer in new york city unreasonable oh, yeah. driving around in brooklyn yeah and so it took us three and a half hours to park jesus uh, so we're driving around and we got to this point where we we're trying to like find parking ramps that would let us like we we're like can we pay you to let us keep it here for like a couple of days and they're like no it's too big we're like what if we take the trailer off and pay for two spots and they're like nope can't do that so we said to street park and then they have like the street cleaners. So we were like, uh, yeah. moving it across the street would be like right there, like right when this, it changed. So we could immediately. <laughs> yeah. Hats off to any bands that like really have their like parking system locked when, when driving with a van and trailer, that was like, it was the most frustrating yeah. thing of going at all the time. It was just, we would, and like, whenever we played in Chicago, we'd stay at our friend's house too. Um, who lived in like Ravenswood. I think that's what it's called. Um, and every, it was so fun staying there and seeing them, but it would always take us 45 minutes to find a parking spot. And uh, 
yeah, it sucks. <laughs> but yeah. then we were in New York for like four days and we played like New York City. And then we also played Amityville Music Hall, which is like little, maybe like an hour. Yeah, it's on, on Long Island and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah. so we were able to stay in the city for four days. And I mean, that was just like, I'll never forget that. Like Times Square and like just hanging out and like being there. I could never live there. So to be able to just stay there for a couple days while being on tour with like you know your best friend essentially it's like it was it was a great time it was, it was really right. cool. it was a great time and again we were like 19 so <laughs> yeah that tour was very formative i think and yeah definitely something that was you like, know if we never toured again i would say like at least you got to do that you know that was like the best tour ever nothing mm-hmm. went wrong we got so lucky and uh yeah it was fucking blast it was awesome yeah Pretty normal though. I wish we had some more gnarly stories. <laughs> I mean, we got we got robbed. We got robbed once, but that's like it's happens to so oh, Okay, many actually, now that you bring that up, that is kind of a gnarly story. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. So we were staying in Long Island, and we had the day. No, we're Rhode Island. No, what? we were playing in New Jersey. New Jersey. We we're staying in New Jersey, um, and we, you know, we were only like an hour, like forty five minutes away from the venue the next day. So we stayed at this guy's house and we had like basically the entire day the next day to do something um oh yeah. whatever we wanted to do and we were asking this guy he's like so like what's cool to do around here it's like a small town in new jersey and he's like oh you know like this town is kind of known for this like urban legend you know it's called the devil's tree and it's like supposedly haunted or cursed or whatever and you know we were all like oh okay that sounds cool Check I, that was out. Not, I was not thinking but he's school. like you know i don't really like sending he's like i don't i don't recommend sending bands there or i don't recommend bands go there because like i've sent bands there after they stayed here and they've gotten into nasty car accidents or they've been robbed or you know somebody gets hurt like just like a lot of bad luck after visiting this place and we just said like fuck it like we're gonna go anyway and we ended up going and you know, it's just like you're driving down this kind of like you're driving into the woods and you, there's like a curved highway. And like as you're taking the curve and like heading left or whatever, you can see this, this giant open pasture. And there's like literally nothing in this pasture except for this one tree, like right in the middle. And it's like you're it's like a freaky dead tree. Yeah, it's like your textbook horror movie, like conjuring tree type shit. But it was like also underwhelming at the same point. It's like just a tree. And so we didn't stop. We didn't get out. We just kind of drove past it. And we're like, I don't know, making jokes about it, making fun of it. And uh, we left and we went to the mall after that. And then we went and played in New York and we didn't think anything of it. It was super uneventful. Um, But then literally a day later, we were on our way home. We were driving to Chicago to play our last show. But like we kept getting hit with just terrible snowstorms. And we just had to keep pulling over. And, you know, we stayed night at a hotel and then we were like okay we can drive the rest of the way tomorrow and then we stayed at the hotel started driving and then it snowed again so we had to book another hotel outside of indianapolis so like yeah two days later we booked this hotel in indianapolis it's like we play in chicago the next day it's only like four hours and uh you know we just have a good time we're like chilling it's a very out. fun night we're yeah. not normally in hotels so yeah. we were like we went swimming and like right you know, yeah uh, take advantage exactly and then we woke up the next day and our our trailer was busted in our van was busted in we got robbed and like we lost a bunch of thankfully we didn't lose everything but we lost 
guitars, we lost bass, we lost personal belongings, we lost, they fucked up the power steering somehow in the van, so it was like undrivable on the way back. And so like, yeah, that happened literally two days later. And I think after that, like just a bunch of weird, unlucky shit happened to me following the last, like next few weeks. And so yeah, basically, super fucked up. Don't go to this don't tree. Don't go to this tree. Well, here's, here's another fucked up thing about that, though, is that a year to the day that we got robbed after visiting the tree, our buddies who we shared a practice space with were in practicing, and they got somebody broke into our practice space while they were in there, held them up at gunpoint, and like robbed them, took all of their shit, and then stole, their car. stole one of their cars. Like, wow to the day after we got robbed after seeing this tree so i don't know some weird shit but thankfully i think it's gone if we did get cursed it's no longer there because i've always been the dad of the band and i've said so many times i don't want to go to this stupid tree so if this is that if that is the reason i said not to do it and right no oh god that's so crazy yeah that's it's a weird like I mean, whether it's a coincidence or not, it's it's just a weird. <laughs> I like to think it's haunted as fuck. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Be careful. Well, shout out to the people that we played with in New Jersey that didn't tell us to, didn't even mention that place for us to right. go there. Good, hell That's yeah. Good. So That's good. Uh, that so since we're talking about New Jersey and you guys talked about like you played this crazy house party in Canada, I feel like almost like you guys got robbed i feel like this this story will kind of tie everything in uh to kind of end out the episode uh so we were playing it's the last tour the exit ever did we were playing with uh we were on the road with our good friends and mutual homies actually stars hollow Uh, so we play we someone books this house show in new jersey and we show up uh we got there you know a couple hours early the people were like yeah just hang out and they weren't anticipating like a bunch of alcoholics to show up uh so like they're all college kids but we were partying harder than they were like two dudes were in the driveway playing like beer skate we were doing beer bongs off their porch uh like crazy shit but they were looking at us like what did we sign up for um so we we you know do all that show goes pretty good uh it's us stars and like uh, I think like one or maybe two local bands um some people cared some people didn't and we're like okay tight and then like we're gonna stay there for the night and someone like we're all kind of like have our all of our shit our main stuff with us and uh someone was like hey someone was like hey uh there's a car that keeps driving up and down the street and like slowing down as they kind of get near your shit and we're like oh like, cause all the tours I've done with Exit, which we did like two weeks west, two weeks east, we did a full like run to California. We we thankfully never had any issues. Like, right. we, if we were staying somewhere, someone usually slept in the van. You know, like they got the short sick, but then they got to like sleep inside the next day. Right. Type of deal. Like always being safe and being cautious, uh, whether we're in New York, California, whatever. And right. this time we're all like, yo, like we're in like a nice like a decent neighborhood we're all just gonna sleep inside so we get told like someone's driving up and down we're like shit and then so we have to go out there basically maneuver the van and back it all the way into this people's driveway up against their garage 
so you know you can't break it on the back and Last as year. we're like doing this this car goes by like one more time like very slowly and like because they're like they had realized like they're still looking and they realize we're a band but at the same time they're realizing like oh we got like someone noticed us doing this and we're like yeah we're like okay you guys can fuck off now yeah um but fuck new jersey man Dude, yeah same shit kind of happened to us uh while we were in kansas city um thankfully we, we, we brought all of our gear inside we were told it's like not not the greatest spot um to like leave your shit out um yeah but i slept in the van that night and god as yeah a couple of dudes came up with flashlights were knocking on the window trying to get in and but yeah, i didn't know like do i like pretend like do i hide or do i just pretend i'm asleep or do i right. get up and so i just kind of just sat there and like waited for them to fuck off they tried like opening the doors but i think yeah i think they were you know just like not really dedicated enough to try and break in i guess yeah, but they, they, they were like if it was open they were just gonna steal all of our shit but yeah no like a lot of times i was the guy that would just like sleep in the van because one i had the van to myself so i was like i'm just I like, gonna, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm the snore of the group so it was more like i'm giving everyone else a break for the night but like i never had anyone show up to the van at least that not that i know of with like flashlights so i don't know what i would have done in that situation i don't know if i would have just like did what you did where it was just like okay hopefully you guys walk away and i yeah, don't have to deal was- with this I was just like, please, just fuck off. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> it's like, just go, man. It's just like, yeah, just let me sleep. It's right, like 95 right. degrees in this van. And I was like, basically just in my underwear. It was like, so God. Oh, it's just like so goddamn hot. <laughs> yeah. Man. Well, yep. hopefully on any upcoming runs, everything, I'm going to knock on wood on this table, but like, hopefully everything goes well. Um, yeah. And you hit some amazing spots and hopefully... You know, maybe if anyone's listening from Canada, hit them up. Maybe go to Canada a second time, make up for the first time. Love to. Do it in a heartbeat. Um, All right, so what I'm going to do here is I'm going to kind of, like, wind this out, and then I'll have, like, one other thing for you, and then after we say our goodbyes, just stay on the line. We'll do screenshot pictures, and I'll have, like, one other thing for you. Oh, yeah, that sounds great. Okay. Um, Well, like we said help them get to canada again or gets you know what let's branch out even further than the 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 the, the americas take them to europe do all that oh, fun shit like please. like if you guys could play literally like obviously we're in like the summertime where all these festivals are going on is there any specific festival that you guys would be like we want to do that one over anything else oh god i would just kill to play any sort of festival i don't have it whatsoever i think yeah. that riot fest would be really cool i'd love to be able to do that someday just because close to home and i love chicago and usually all the bands on that lineup just rip so that'd be my pick but anything we'll play anything <laughs> uh well like we mentioned hit them up if you want them to come to your city and send them a van give them sell them a van sell them yeah. a van yeah, uh, so send them one yeah you know you do a shuttle service you know yeah. do whatever you need to do um but get them to your city and experience what a live unturned show is like i've thankfully been able to see uh unturned twice because there was another time that i totally forgot about uh like we were talking before with centerfolds yeah. uh but the charlie siren farewell show i was actually there too 
that's sick. So those are my homies from from way back. So I mean, that's Dang the reason up. I live in this house now. But uh, these dudes are killer. Thank you so much for uh, reaching out. Well, not reaching out. Me re- letting me reach out to you and agreeing to be on and being down for this. I I, yeah, I had cool. such a great yeah. time tonight. This was a ton of fun. Thank you for nice. having us. Yeah, it's nice to do this, and thanks for thanks for having us. Nice to know that you're in the cities, man. We'll have to link up sometime. Oh, Absolutely. dude, for sure. 100%. Yeah. Let me know. Uh, come through. We'll do another episode with the yeah. rest of the dudes, too, and just get rambunctious. Let's do it. Sounds let's perfect. get weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, if anyone's looking for merch, music, or you guys in general, where can they find it? I'm going to say our Instagram because we've got like the link in there that takes you to all the different places. Yep. Um, we're at Unturned the Band. Um, but yeah, any social media we're on. So you can find us on Facebook, uh, TikTok, TikTok, fucking TikTok, um, <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, did I say? Um, yep. Yep. So we're on all those, on all that jazz. So yeah, follow us, interact with us, fucking come to a show or, you know. Yeah. Fucking yell at us. I don't know. Fucking say we suck. I'm cool with that. As long as you interact with us, I'm cool. Yeah. Uh, depending on where you found this episode, their information's all linked in the bio. Make sure you click those uh, links. Go follow them on the Instagrams, the Facebooks, the the Twitters, and be up to date with what's coming out next. And uh, <laughs> be ready for those tour dates. And you know, let them know if you have a van. Don't forget. Yeah. Van, man. Van. Um, uh, but for sure, go listen to Dreams of Being on Television because it is out now-ish around here, uh, depending on when you're listening to this. And just, you know, get those numbers up. Be ready for merch. Be ready for, you know, vinyl in 10 months when it's actually probably done because pressing plants are fucking ridiculous right now. But oh, they're yeah. getting better. Hopefully one day we'll, we'll have everything a little bit more instantaneously. But, I mean, one more big thank you to Parker and Sam for taking the yeah. time of your Thursday. Yeah, of course. Thank you again, man. This was a ton of fun. I love doing it. It's cool. Um, like I normally say on these episodes, if you or anyone you know should be on an episode of Beers with Bands, feel free to reach out. Uh, I'm always down to drink beers, talk about music, listen to your band, and just have an all-around, you know, chill, great time uh, on any given day. Because, oh, yeah. you know, beers, bands, what's better than that? <laughs> uh, uh, so, other than that, Go, go listen Unturned, and I'll check everyone out on the next episode. See ya. Alright, so it'll cut there. Yeah. No, but for real, thank you guys so much for being down for this. Yeah, dude, I was so stoked when I saw your email. I was like, fuck yeah, that sounds awesome. I'd love to do that. Yeah. Uh, that makes me so much, so happy. Uh, oh, yeah, dude. Like, it's sick, like, idea to, like, beers with bands flow so nice, and, like, you got great questions. Like oh, that was, it was really good. Thank you. Uh, well, I, I'm sorry. Get giddy. This is this, like I don't put out music. This is this is like what I do. So like this is if anyone compliments it. I'm just like fuck yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, I had a great time. Like I'm so stoked on this. This record honestly is super amazing. Um, I didn't mention it in the podcast because I don't know your feeling on it. But like I was telling my roommates. Uh, who are also like in Charlie Siren, but they're. I was like, yo, I'm sitting down with Unturned. This new record's amazing. It sounds basically like if you take In Too Deep and just turn it into a, like a like. I know there's all killer, no filler, but like if you just take the song In Too Deep and just turn that into like a full length album, like this is it. In that, my that's opinion, that's awesome. I love Fucking, that, dude. That's exactly 
that's it, man. Some forty one favorite band, and that's like honestly, all killer no filler is definitely the kind of record that we wanted it to sound like. You know what I mean? Or at least emulate a little bit. Um, in terms of like, like I said, just like that song was in fucking every two thousands teen movie, Dude, right, fucking yeah. all over the place. So I was like, I want to write a record that has songs on it like that. Who, who from Charlie Siren still lives at that? Uh, lives there? Uh, so Aaron uh, still lives here, and uh, Tane still lives here. Tane is there, man. Fuck, dude. I haven't seen either of those guys in so long. Yeah. Cool. Set up very long time. Yeah. Hey, next time we have like a, a something at the house, definitely come through. Dude, um, yeah, I would love to. I would absolutely love to. Let's see. We'll, we'll keep my eyes open. I know that Aaron still shoots me invites whenever you guys do stuff, so I'll just keep an eye open. If you oh, dude, me. for sure. Yeah. Um. Very so sick. we just have to – all we have left is – uh, just do a couple screenshot pictures, um, and then before oh. that, sorry, our camera died. No, you're it. fine. I, I figured you guys would get it. Um, besides that, for every episode, I always use uh, two songs: one for like a thirty to forty second intro at the beginning, yeah, and then like a full song at the very end. You don't have to decide right now, but if you could possibly send me two tracks that you would want used, um, if there's oh. a specific ones in specific spots. Just let me know. Otherwise, I'll just kind of yeah. go with cool. the flow. Yeah, uh, absolutely. That sounds cool. So, you can totally do that. And then, uh, I mean, I can. I have a bunch of beers with band stickers that obviously you guys deserve and should get. Uh, so, if you want to shoot me an address, I can just mail some over. Uh, oh, that would be sick. Yeah. So. Dude, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, get you all that information ASAP. Okay. Uh, and then, so we'll just gotta take these pictures. The first one's usually a fun whatever photo. The second one, I'm gonna chug the last of this beer. Do with that information as you will. No pressure. Hell yeah. All Sweet. Right. Let me just get into position here. Yeah, can we? Is it? And yeah, there we go. Yeah, you guys are good. All right, so we'll take the first one. All right, so there's that one. I'm pretty much empty, but I'll I'll do it. Yeah, you can fake it. It's it's cool. Yeah. All right. Three, two, one. Hell yeah. Hell fucking yeah, man. Spill. Spill. Uh, thank you again so much uh, for being part of this. I'll keep you posted on uh, release date, but I'm thinking like first week, uh, first Friday in September as of right now. Uh, That's perfect. Yeah, that's but, honestly perfect. So, uh, yeah, just send me those tracks when you get a chance and uh, an address, and I'll get those stickers and everything out to you. Appreciate awesome. it, man. This is so much fun. Thank you for having us, dude. Yeah, thanks for being on, and uh, have a great Thursday. Yeah, you yeah, too. We'll too. see you around for sure. Oh, I I hope so. All right. Hell yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay, man, All right. See ya.